All right, we are back live again for another episode of Part of My Bullshit Podcast. This is our series of Off the Record. This is the same voice. Y'all know me, Gucci Luciano. Across from me, we got... Remy Hendrix. To my left, we got... The truth, man, loud and clear. And like you said, man, like we've said it before, you know, with our Off the Record episodes, we want to do something different. We don't want to give you all your typical weekly recap. We want to answer fans' questions. We want to do special guests. But for now... Um, this is another episode where we're going to dig into our mailbag and answer a couple questions that we received some from some of our, our listeners. But before we jump into that, there yeah. was something that we left off from last episode that yeah. the truth wanted to address. So, man, let, let me let me get this real quick, man. So I I just read something. One of my friends hit me up, and they told me that the FBI is at it again, man. What's up with the FBI? Why are they always trying to come for us black people? Why are they always coming for us black men, man? So they're now labeling. Uh, what they call black identity extremists as one of their targets on uh, as uh, domestic terrorists in the United States. People who promote, you know, black culture, Black Lives Matter, you know, that type of movement. It sounds all too familiar to me. You know, if you, <laughs> history repeats itself, I always say that, man. It sounds all too familiar if you want to, you know, juxtapose this to, you know, the Black Panther movement. And here we are again, you know wanting to celebrate ourselves, celebrate our culture, wanting wanting to make ourselves feel more welcome and more equal when society's trying to bring us down. Mm-hmm. And the FBI is now targeting that. You know, we've seen this an before. empowerment movement. You know, during, like, the, the Civil Rights Movement, you know, FBI, uh, when it was headed by J. Edgar Hoover, you know, he had the, the co-intel, co-intel pro, you know, program where he's, you know, they use a series of surveillance uh, methods against, you know, the uh, Black Panther leaders and members and civil rights leaders, you know what I mean? They, you know, they infiltrated their ranks, you know what I mean? They basically decided that if we're going to get on the inside of the group and tear them down because, you know, we're threatened by black people organizing. And that's just really what it boils down to, you it's know what crazy. I mean? Obviously, we already know when we're in numbers, that's when we're in our strongest. Mm-hmm. But the majority clearly doesn't want us to organize, you know what I mean? Like, so that, I mean, what that's they scared for? I mean, I know why they're scared. We but. know why they're scared, but I'm not, I'm not even surprised by it, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? We we have, we, in our in our community, we have a lot of infighting as there is already, so you know what I mean? So they like that. They like to see when we're, we're battling it out. I remember when uh, DeRay McKesson, when, you know, he, Obviously, we know him as kind of like the face of the Black Lives Matter movement, even though he he really isn't the, he isn't the founder of the Black Lives Matter movement, but he's the face of it, regardless if he wants to accept it or not. But I remember, I think it was maybe like a year or two ago when they found out he was gay, and on Twitter, I mean, it was just a big thing. Like I I can't believe you know the Black Lives Matter movement is being led by a gay man and all this kind of shit, right? Our oppressors love to see that shit. You know what I mean? They want us to see us in disarray. They want us to see us in fighting and all that kind of shit. So, I mean, I'm not surprised. They're going to throw us on the list. They're going to get people on their side to, to you know, like I said, infiltrate the ranks and, and cause ruckus and whatever the case may be. So, there's no surprise. Shit, it's funny that you say that, man. They love seeing us fight amongst each other because they can make money off that shit, man. Think about that. That's, look at sports and shit. They make money off that shit. Okay, so I want to make sure I understand this clearly. So, so you're saying the FBI classifies Black Lives Matter, or you're saying black, like black the 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 term is Black Identity Extremists. So pretty much anybody that considers themselves or any organization that's considered 
uh, pro pro black, black yeah. then they are considered now considered a threat. We are like on a, an FBI list mm-hmm. that says, "Hey, you are a threat. Like we need to surveil into you. We, we need, need to like to make watch sure you. watch you and see what's going on." Well, I mean, that's interesting. <laughs> honestly, in my personal opinion, I'm not I'm not trying to downplay what's going on, but honestly, I don't think we were. I don't think there were there has been a time in the history of this this nation where we weren't on a list like that. That's sucks. Uh, to be honest with you. So, I mean, like, honestly, that don't change anything. I mean, it's just people that's going to go in that route, people that wants to be pro-black and wants to uh, follow organizations like Black Lives Matter and things like that, or people that are going to be pro-black with podcasts or whatever, I think that's, that's not going to change anything. Yeah. Unless, you know, and the moment they start doing things like going – taking it further past sur- surveillance and it's going to like disband and disarm organizations and stuff like that mm-hmm. and have like targeted like missions and stuff like that then it becomes a problem but as far as just being surveillance I mean you got some we're in the information age here you know like with the guy that's over there y'all you know is he still in Russia the guy that's over there that, that actually exposed all the like the information leakage and all that stuff probably yeah, yeah the know? dude from NSA or whatever yeah. Yeah. so I mean like I mean he exposed a lot of stuff I mean, he let you know about Everybody is being watched, you know, and of course, it's us being our group. Our group has been watched since day one, so I mean, it is what it is. I'm not even gonna allow anything like that to yeah. affect my day or the way I, you know, I run my life. So I mean, it is what it is. So, I mean, they ain't I, telling us nothing different. Ain't, we we always been under the radar, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I mean, it is ain't nothing gonna change. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, the moment you start seeing shit change and you start seeing like they start busting off in people's houses and start doing stuff like that, then. You know, but it's always good to be aware when when are there are things yeah. like that. You need to be aware, it's just to, yeah, yeah to yeah. remind you, you know that hey, like you're being watched. Right. <laughs> you know, but I mean, we, we I mean, when I go home down the street, it's gonna be a cop. It's probably gonna be following me. It's like, Nigga, I'm looking at your ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's it is what it is. So long as you're you know made aware, you know, and act accordingly. I mean, man, I'm just minding my own goddamn business. But yeah, yeah let, let's get into it, man. Let's get. You say you had a question. From one, uh, of, from, from one of the people. Yeah, yeah. As, as you know, this is the author record. So, like, we have we, the transitions is crazy. We don't give a shit. But anyway, like, it was, it was crazy. Like, we want to talk about, we want to use this to talk about any type of questions that we get from listeners. So, I didn't receive a DM, you know, but. Uh, you, you received it. I didn't receive a DM. Right, Funny, right? <laughs> but now, you know, um, it was just a question that a follower asked, and they wanted to know at, at what point or why is it that more and more men are deciding to be single? For longer periods of time and deciding to forego marriage than any time in history. Ooh. Personally, man, for me, being single now, you know, I like I, I, I think I mentioned it before. I mean, I was I was single up until I was about what twenty two. You know, was in a relationship for for a period of time, about three years, three and a half years, and then got out of that that relationship. My experiences in that relationship, you know, some positive, some negative, and I choose to be single because I want to take that step forward, not back. I want to take that step forward for me and and grow and really understand, like, what it truly means, you know, to have a strong relationship, to, to be in a strong relationship, to be in love. So it's not necessarily me foregoing marriage. I don't. I don't know if it's it's not my decision to be single doesn't mean I don't want to get married someday. It just means that I'm taking my time to really develop something that I think 
will last. You know, I'm trying to find a love and a relationship that rivals my parents. You know, they've been with each other for, for years, like decades. Respect. So, you know, I owe it to them. You know, they, they, they model and they, they give me this great example. So, you know, I can't be out here just wilding. And because society says that, you know, you should be married by a certain age or you should meet these certain qualifications or have these certain things done and completed by a certain time. Nah, I was I was on that route, but that was that's young boy shit, man. For real, you just gotta take a step back. You single, it's okay. You're not foregoing marriage. I don't, I don't really understand that. It's just, it's not your time. You can't compare yourself to other people. It's not your time. And for me, I I don't know. Everybody's different. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like maybe in this time period, we're focused on. We had to focus on a lot other, a lot more other things. You know what I mean? A lot of us got. Loans from school, you know what I'm saying? We out here trying to get it. We got to make this money, you know what I mean? To the, to the, and I know me, you know, I, I prefer not to um, bring somebody into my life as far as marriage or children go when I'm not comfortable, when I'm not in the space that I want to be. You know what I'm saying? We got to worry about, fi- we're, we're so focused on finance, especially in this area where everything's so expensive. Right. That I feel like I have my own personal goals that I want to get to first, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but a lot of us are just career. We're career oriented, man. It is what it is. You know what I mean? We we went to school. We took out all these motherfucking loans, and we got it. We got to get it. We got to go out to work. You know what I mean? So you know, if marriage ha- happens to be on the back burner, you know, it is what it is. You know? yeah, I like to piggyback off of that. It's interesting because I mean, like the numbers are showing a lot of research out there that says that you know, especially millennials, people in our generation are foregoing marriage, and there are numerous. They're foregoing things like home ownership. They're forgoing like having children. It's like a lot of life life milestones that we're forgoing, and it really does tie back to um, the schooling situation. Like a lot of people, like when I came out of college, I came out right before the uh, financial decline. So there's a lot of people that I know that came out around that time period. It took them the longest to find that first good job. You know, the yep. first good job. They got all these student loans up here, busting tables. They're up here working in customer service in some aspects. So, and then some people they had to jump jobs from a year, you know, from years six months apart and stuff like that just to make it. So, in that aspect, when you're up here still trying to grind, you're gonna have to put stuff in the back burner. You got other people that went to grad school. Like I went to grad school. A lot of people know what the grad school is, of course. And you got even more loans. Mm-hmm. So there's, I mean, I think statistics show, like especially like black men. Or men in general, I think they say that the average age of marriage of men that have grad degrees is like 32 years old. Between 32 Sounds and Sounds about right. Yeah. I want to say, because it makes sense because you're actually, you're focusing on, you know, building your foundation and you're focusing on, you know, building uh, a financial a financial foundation. Mm-hmm. So you just want to jump in there. A lot of other things, too, I think, that like, they like to talk about us and they say that we are um, the products of broken marriages. Like a lot of people, like be honest with you, like how many people outside of you, you know, um, Truth, how many people do you know grew up in, like, two-parent households? Um, I know s- several several of my friends, actually. Several friends, yeah. Um, I can probably count, just thinking about it really quickly, I can probably count off, like, ten people. You know, I'm just thinking about it in my head, you know, my best friends, and only a couple of them grew up in single-family households. But I think those are the people I gravitated to the most because I had most in common with them, you know, so I I do know a handful of people who 
grew up in in great environments you know had had both parents you know had had the loving grandparents and mm-hmm. and and that kind of that village that helped that helped raise them but I just I can't pinpoint what from from my perspective I know majority of people I saw growing up like to be honest like they grew up in single parent households yeah. so I don't know what your experience was but it's yeah I think it's a mixed bag you know what I'm saying I grew yeah. up in a two parent household but you know, so I definitely could list off a bunch of people I knew that, that yeah. didn't. And I could also list off, you know, people that I know mm-hmm. that did. But, I mean, if I'm just going to answer the question, I think it's a combination of we just we just had to focus on a lot of other things besides marriage. That just kind of comes. And we just put that on the back burner, man. At the end of the day, man, we, we got to get this money. You know what I mean? We out here stressing about every other thing. And the last thing that we want to do is bring, at least me, the last thing I would want to do is to bring somebody into that stress. You know what I mean? You got a good relationship. Probably just keep it rocking. You know what I mean. But just while you get your other things in order. The other thing too, man, is is a lot of stuff out in these streets. There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of distractions in these streets, man. We live in you know we live in DMV, man. We live, you know, I'm two minutes away from DC. You know what I'm saying? All of us are. You know what I mean? It's day parties every Uh every Saturday, every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? It's always something going on. You know, I think, you know, when you're younger, you just always want to be out. But as you get older, it kind of you know, you kind of shy away from all of that. So that's when you really start thinking, man, I'd much rather be home. And you don't want to be at home lonely. You know what I'm saying? That's so when that's maybe when you start gravitating towards having that relationship and building. But if you're young, out here getting money, you know what I'm saying? You want to be out on the road. You always want to, you want to be on your trips. You want to be out yeah. in the streets. You know what I mean? Like, all these things appeal to you. You know what I mean? So I, th- I think it's a combination of things. I don't know if, I don't think it's just one thing. Everybody's different. You know what I mean? Well, I would always say, too, man, like, in order to, I guess, be fulfilling in a relationship, you know, you always have to make yourself better. Like, you, you have to work on you. You have to develop yourself. Like, you cannot, even if you're in a relationship, there's nothing you can do to change your partner. They they are going to make their decisions. They're going to do what they do. Now, you can influence them, and, and most of the time you can influence them by leading by example and, and doing certain things like that. So if you if you make yourself better and continue to progress, then your relationship will get better. Well, yeah, that's a good point. But I also like to, like to think about, like, a lot of people I knew, like, that guy. Because I was, I was, I've been in, like, what, three weddings, you know, as in the wedding party. You get married next, man. <laughs> you funny. <laughs> I mean, in, the, in the wedding party, right? So, like, and it's crazy. It's two of the weddings, you know, they're no longer together, you know. Wow. And it's interesting that one thing I noticed is a lot of people that got married in their younger years are now, now divorced. That was one and, of my biggest fears, bro. And the people that are getting married, like, married, yeah. they got, got married in their later years, like, close to around 30, 30 plus, you know. It seems like they're more so sticking together. So I don't know if it's something to do with, like, okay, you're 22, 24 years old, fresh out of college, you got married, two dual incomes, now you got money to go travel the world and you're seeing what's out there and maybe you're, there are distractions out there. I don't know what it is. Or maybe you just don't know it. You don't know yourself yet or, or what it is. But that's, that's something I've just noticed in, in just my travels and some of the places that I've, I've lived in, you know. Yeah, I, th- I think you hit on it. You, I think it was you who told me the other day, like, you don't become a real man until, you, until after you go through your first heartbreak, right? So it's that. like... For me, you know, me personally, man, you know, I've only had one relationship and I was I was real young in that relationship. You know, I failed to adequately develop a full friendship with the person before getting into a relationship. And that really showed after the whole like honeymoon stage and this and that. And, you know, I always say, you know, I've been I was in a relationship for what, three, three odd something years. 
But then actually looking back and thinking about it, the relationship in its actuality and reality was only didn't even span a year. Mm-hmm. You know, just the, you know, general feelings and and real shit. So it's like, damn, you know, thinking about it like that, it's you're you're right in that regard. You know, it's it's some young boy shit, man. You, you got to be mature, and like you say, you don't become a man until you go through your first heartbreak. But for me, that 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 holds true because now, like I said, hey man, I'm, I'm sitting back, I'm learning. All right, it's more about having a friendship first, being able to kick it with a chair. Being able to just talk to her, you know, understanding her tendencies, understanding what she likes, just being chill, being cool, not not trying to press the the issue, you know, not trying to <laughs> not trying to be a savage. Because there, yeah. there's certain chicks, for real, for I always tell girls, man, like I'm a savage. <laughs> I'm, I'm a savage. Like give it a buck. I'm a savage. Like if, especially niggas are savages, dog. If I don't care about you, I'm gonna treat you any type of way. It's whatever. But it, it, the the chicks that matter are the chicks you care about. You treat them differently. You know, you treat your main differently. That's just it, right? So when whenever you meet that girl and you you trying to get with her, you you change up the game for her. You you know you try to do things like really hang out with her. You know you don't you don't just try to fuck her, bro. Even if she give you the opportunity, maybe the one time you think like, damn, I. I ain't gonna hit it the first time, <laughs> you know, you know, because if if you deny it this time, you can hit it countless other times right, after right. that, you know what I mean? So it's 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 a difference in that because it's like, all right, bet, you know, I actually care about you, you know, I I want to take you out, you know, I wanna I wanna vibe with you, I wanna explore you on a deeper level. So I don't know if a lot of women we, we gotta get a woman on the show. I don't know if a lot yeah, of women nah, understand that. That's you know? true, but. but you know, when I think about the question, I think about my parents, right? My parents, they got married when they was like 20. My parents had me was like 23. So they got married around 23. I'm like, though, at 23, I was still trying to find a good, like a decent job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't imagine getting married and having a, a, a son, you know, at, at such a young age. And I'm, you know, I'm a year, I'm 29, I'm almost 30. And I'm like, still, I'm like, damn, can I, can I see myself married right now having kids? You know what I mean? And the answer is... It's damn near the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, we just live in a different. We just live in a different time period. I Culture, think. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think the pressures back then were different than the ones that we have now. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's crazy. I also want to bring up too, man. It's 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 interesting. Is um, I think like the reason the person that asked the question thought about that because it seems like you know women are becoming women are seem to me like I agree with they're more progressive than men these days. Like they're they're doing all of this shit. Like they're killing it, killing the game. But this is the year of the woman for real, man. We think about like top music, top actresses, top movies, like you know, black women excelling all across the board and everything. And it's this thing is at the end of the day though, a lot of them, majority of them still want to do, they still want to be married. They still want that marriage. Just that one piece that they're missing. So they're wondering like, hey, we're doing this. Where are the guys at? Why aren't the guys wanting still wanting the same thing? So one thing I would like to bring out, it just really seems like married women, like they act like being married is just like, and marriage is a great thing. They act like they're just so much better than single women Yo. simply because they have a ring on their finger and they're married. And it's crazy. I've seen a lot of situations where women, they would be best friends for years. And one girl ends up being married. So when she gets married, she starts 
leaving her best friend alone and she starts treating her in any type of way and just thinks like she's just better than her you know what i'm saying and then like friendships and stuff like that and and it's crazy because i think society puts this heavy pressure on a girl so you know you haven't accomplished shit in life yeah you may have a master's degree you could have a doctorate you could have went to med, med school or whatever but guess what you ain't got no man you're gonna ring your finger so you ain't accomplished shit now i really i really don't agree with that method because there's a lot of accomplished women i don't necessarily think the purpose of a woman's life or what makes her who she is or what her significance is tied to whether or not she's she's married. But society you know? tells them different. Society right. says you ain't shit until you get that man and then you have to have kids on top of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you if you're married, if they do get married, they don't have no kids, then the other pressure comes. When are you gonna have kids? When are you gonna have kids? And that brings you thinking about the Gabrielle Union um thing. She just said, you know, she came out and said, you know, I've had like eight or nine miscarriages. You know what I mean? And you, you don't know what people struggles are you know what I mean? Like, you hear all the time. You know, you, we've been like family unions around our grandparents, other uncles. They're like, oh, we ain't gonna have kids or whatever. You hear mm-hmm. them as women, but you don't know what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like these certain questions that we ask women, it's like, don't why are y'all asking them that? A man doesn't make you complete. A man don't make you whole. Having a family don't make you complete or whole. You know what I'm saying? Like, but society puts this pressure on them. Like you said, they can have everything in the world. They can have the good job. And we see it on like on TV, Molly with on Insecure, Molly Insecure. Oprah, yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oprah's a billionaire, but they still they still ask Oprah when she's gonna get married. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She has everything she wants in this world. She don't want she I, she clearly don't want to marry. Shout out to Stedman Graham, by yeah, the way. Yeah, like cool come on, man. You know what I mean? But we, we see it all the time. The pressures that women face are completely different than the pressures that we face. Nobody ever asked me. I, I had this conversation the other day. And nobody asked me when I'm gonna get married. I've had a couple of people ask me, but it's very slim. It's, sl- it's slim. It's and slim, it's nothing bro. compared to what like what the what the woman the woman deal with. Yeah, like it's yeah. rare. It's like I rarely hear when you're gonna get married. But I know if I was a woman, every time I'm around family or every you know what I'm saying, you gonna get that question. It's it, it's fucked up. Yeah, I think families up. in general and just like old school like methodologies and just like people in general need to be need to be cognizant of of about that particular topic it's yeah. just like you heard mad feelings out there by like coming at these girls these women in a certain manner are saying like you ain't shit unless you got it you got to do time yeah. Yeah. now i'm not encouraging you know feminism and nothing like that but i'm just saying it just what's one thing i've noticed in this you know in life uh, about that and there's a lot of uh, women that i know that are not married good girls you know yeah. saying they're not married they actually could be in relationships so for the but for certain reason they just haven't you know Jump the broom yet. You but, know what but, I'm saying? But it's but, on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's none of my business. I'm, who am I to shame you because you don't have a ring? You know what I mean? Like, let me be happy with what I have going on. You know what I'm saying? And, and another thing that's crazy is a lot of the time, it seems like whenever, like, and I'm going I'm to jump on married women, whenever they get married, it's like they want that for everybody. And a lot of times they, they may not necessarily even be happy in their marriage. It'd be the women that don't even be happy. They don't matter. They got a ring. Out there wilding. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not. Or it could be just, she, just, she probably out there wilding yeah. or whatever. But it's just one of those type of things. That's like that one thing that they can hold over other women's head. Where they can sit there and say, well, hell, at least I got this. Yeah, so, I chose, man. That's just, that's just crazy. That's, yeah, that's like, just crazy. I, I don't even know how that, like, has a, just based off a conversation and just hearing, like, women discuss that. It's crazy. Like, I can't even, like, fathom that, like, that experience. But I don't know. I think that's something that people need to be more cognizant about. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. But, well, all right. Well, I guess we can put a, uh, put a, put a bow on that one. Shit, yeah, yeah, man. All right. So we had a, uh, we had a scenario come in from one of our listeners um, that I wanted to bring to the table. So she said, 
I want y'all to answer this. She said, why do men get mad at women for doing the same thing that they do back to them? I was like, man, what the hell are you talking about? So the scenario is this. She said, you know, I'm dating a guy. When he's out with his friends, he doesn't text me back. He doesn't call me back. He completely ignores my messages and my phone, blah, blah, blah. But when I do the same thing in return to him, he gets mad. It's like, where are you at? Why you ain't pick up pick up the phone and respond to my text, blah, blah, blah. So I'm sitting there listening to that, and I say, hey, look, <laughs> I'm going to bring it to the podcast, and I'm going to answer truthfully. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She said, why do y'all get mad when we get when they give us a taste of our own medicine? You want me to go first? Hey, listen, man. Well, well, right, let, let, me, let me ask a question before you go, though. Yeah, what's up? Does anybody like a taste of their own medicine? Fuck no. And nah. <laughs> if I punch you, why would I want you to punch me back? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. real shit. Like, mm-hmm. that's to answer that question. Right. <laughs> like, why? No. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want that to be happening to me. That's why he's mad. But if you, what was the other question? If you want to go deeper into it, what, what was the other shit? The other shit was, uh, well, when he's out with his boys, he doesn't respond back to messages. But when she's out with his girl, he's he expects her to reply back. So is she asking why he ain't? She's asking why he. Why, yeah, being a hypocrite. Why, like, well, why, why are you why putting this he, expectation on he, me when you don't follow that expectation yeah, that you're saying on me? It's it's sort. I'll I'll say this. I think it's sort of like a guilty conscience, right? So you out. That's where I'm going with it. You fucking around. Like that. That's that's the. Uh, keep my it guess, yeah, like, I was gonna keep. Yeah, that's where like, I was like, going with you know it. I was thinking guilty conscience. You know what I'm saying? Man. The nigga. This is my thing. I'm out with my boys all the time, man. I, I have my phone. It's in my hand typically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's typically in my hand. So Mainly like, getting them joints and numbers. Yeah, yeah so. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> so I was thinking, I was like, well, maybe you know, maybe the nigga ain't out with his boys, man. Maybe he, you know what I'm saying, he doing other things and he just choosing to ignore you because he might be with somebody else. Like, I, I, maybe not him specifically, but I know, I can say through my personal experience, that probably could have been it. You know what I mean? I don't think that's necessarily the case all the time. That could be, that, that is that is an option. Or that, that if you with a, your niggas, dog, like you're not that much into your niggas that you're not playing with your phone. Now you probably like why? You know, my thing is it could be it could be a couple of different things. I'm not saying that he's actually. I'm, mind there. you, I'm not saying him specifically. I'm just giving. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you out there having a drink with your dudes, your phone is in your pocket. You know, yeah, yeah. Y'all could be out there. You know, you could be watching a game. You eating ribs. Robin's you eating shit. chicken wings. Well, she may have seemed like hours. Oh, that's a different story, a scenario. Like if he, if 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 he's <laughs> if it's like three or four hours and shit. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She made it seem like it's hours. Then nigga, then nigga text her back tomorrow morning like good morning. <laughs> well, that could be. I also got to think about too. Like, what is the dynamic and the nature of that relationship too? Because because like some dudes like they feel so trapped and caught up in their relationship that like when they get out. Like is, she, niggas, is she clingy? Them niggas wild out. Is she a clingy individual? No. I mean, from I don't I don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she's know. a clingy person, she's always got to be around him. She's always on his arm. And like when he do go out, and nigga might put that phone in his pocket. Like yo, I'm out. I'm drinking with the boys. What's happening? We vibing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it could, it, it, it could be like okay, and it's like oh shit, damn, it's been four hours. We might have drinking Doucet. I'm out here. We was at park or we was at at uh, Dirty Martini or some joint like mm. that. We was over there just vibing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That could be the case, or it could be you know into. In some trouble, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not saying to jump to conclusions, right. but it's I mean, a whole slew of things. There, yeah, it's a slew of things. So yeah. I, would, I would actually have to talk to her. So I, could, I would have to see if she's like, okay, are you like a clingy individual? Like when he goes out, he's just gonna totally ignore your ass. Like don't talk to me, mm-hmm. you know. And then again, okay, is she? Is it 
does she text him a million times while he's out See, there with and his that's, boys? And that's my thing, too, because I'm saying, look, if I'm out with my boys, please, you, you, are, you don't got to blow my phone up, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm obviously, I'm not going to reply back. Me. This, now, this is me. And when I'm out with my boys, my phone is typically in my pocket. Why? If we out in the streets... I don't want my phone stolen. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to be on my phone. I ain't going to put it down on the bar to kind of type of, You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm going to keep it in my pocket where I know where it's at. I might check it every once in a while, but I'm not going to be constantly on my phone. Mm. Like, if I'm out with my friends, I'm out with my friends. That's our time. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like you said, you know, is it on her? Is she blowing his phone up? A different story. Because if you blow my phone up, I'm going to ignore you. Yeah, I'm going to. He could be like, damn, I talked to him. Here she go again. Exactly, but but she could be keeping it fresh, you know. If she just want, you know, hey, what's up? How you doing? You know, just checking in. Yeah, but I mean, if I if you know where I'm at, do you need to say, hey, I'm just checking in? Like, do you need to text me, hey, what you doing? It's like, dog, I told you where I'm at. I told you where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? You know who I'm with. What else you need to know? Yeah. So if that's not the case, I mean, if if she's not blowing his phone up and she's not a clingy individual uh, either, and I can only speak from the male's perspective, so that's where I'm coming up with these these uh, these uh, dynamics. But like, if she's a, if she's truly a cool chick and he's out there just straight ignoring her ass, nah, she like, cool as shit. You know what I'm saying? That's my people. She mad cool. So yeah. yeah. So if she's not that type of girl. Then like, mm, I don't know. Like, I can't maybe, see it. You know. Uh, Maybe you need to, you know, have a discuss that, you know. He could be, and you're saying he doesn't, he does it when she does it to him. Does she intentionally do it to him? So, or that, she, now that's a question I didn't ask. You know what I mean? To okay. me, it seems like she might just, like I said, be giving him a taste of his own medicine. You know what I mean? He don't text me when he's out, so I'm not going to text him when I'm out. But you know what, what, is, what is she doing when she's out, though? That's that's what I want to know. Probably the same thing, you know, out with the homegirls or whatever the case may be. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> like you said earlier, nobody want to taste of their own medicine. That's what I'm saying. So I'm she's like, doing it. Okay, so I'm not knocking her. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, she that's her life. You know what I'm saying? So if she's doing it just to give him a taste of his own medicine and he's getting mad, you know, it, instead of her just doing it like, you know, in a sincere manner, like, look, I sincerely left my phone in my purse or whatever with my homegirls and that. That's Come on now. You know, you're just being petty. But then some people are just petty. You know, maybe she did it, you know, just to prove a point and say, hey. And that could know, be it too. Sometimes you do have to. You know, had somebody feel like how you felt, but to me, overall, it just sounds like they both need to just have a conversation. Exactly. You know what I mean? It just seems like instead of being petty, going back and forth. You know, what I mean? I'm bringing it to the table. Hey, when you out, you know what I'm saying? I, if I hit you and say, "Hey, are you alive?" I mean, a lot of shit going on out here, especially like you said, we always talk about being black man. There's all kind of craziness going on out here. You know what, what I'm saying? Holy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I haven't heard from you a couple hours, I'm like, "Hey, you, you good? Everything? You know, everything straight?" And as a you know, as a man, I probably would do the same thing with my lady. You know, she's out three, four hours, and I haven't heard from. Her. Like, hey, was you all right? You know what I'm saying? Y'all drink too much, whatever the case may be. I was. Like, I just want to make sure that you're safe. There's all kind of crazy shit going on out here. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, I think a lot of them dudes, man, they just they just want to be out there in the scene, and like you know what I'm saying? Let me unplug. Like, like it was back when I was, you know, back in the day when we was in the mix. If you still got it, yeah. Like dudes, dudes be. You know what I'm saying? So they just, you know, they be out there. That means actually going to act on any anything yeah. you're saying, but you know. But sometimes you get, you get, man, you get you lost get, in the mix. Get, sometimes, like we've all we've all been out together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we've hung out, and I'm not about to sit there and play on my phone the whole time. You know what I'm saying? You out, you mingling, whatever you networking, yeah. you rapping, you drinking, you talking with people. Like you, you ain't you ain't out there doing that wrong. But I'm also not going to be on my phone all the time because you don't, you never want to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? You out with your boys. You all, everybody got that one friend that's always on his phone. 
And that shit is annoying as it hell. Is, it and is. niggas do get clowned off of that. Dog, bullshit. that yeah. shit is annoying. You know what yeah. I'm saying? If, if, it's a, if it's three, four of us, we all out, and you the one nigga on his phone, it's like, dog, why you even come out? You know what I'm saying? You should just stay home if you're going to do that. So I can understand. I don't want to have a full-blown conversation with you when I'm out with my friends. You know what I'm saying? Especially where you know where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? Just hit me. Yeah, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to roll out. What you up to? Cool. Maybe I'll come pick you up later. Or I'll come to your house. Whatever the case may be. But I'm not about to have a full-blown conversation with them. And I don't expect you to have one with me either. Yeah. Stop Stop bugging niggas too, you know? That's how, that's how you lose people. For real. That's how you push people away. You know, you, you, you're thinking you, give, you want to give them more attention. And you, you want to do more to just have them around. But the more and more you do that shit... Like you saying, if a, if a joint's blowing up your phone, the the more you're gonna ignore it, the more you're gonna want to do whatever she thinks that you're doing. doing. So yeah. it's just like, bro, like relax. And I always, if I go out and and you know, there's there's girl, there's a girl that I like, and and you know, I only like bad joints. That's that's just me. You know, nines are better. Nines are better, man. And, <laughs> I <say> was. <laughs> You know, and and and, yeah. and if they out and I, I'm with her and I'm chilling with her and the dude come up and try to talk to her and be like, yo, like, you can't expect me. This is me, talk, single me. You know, I ain't in a relationship. You can't expect me to say like, you know, this is my girl or yo, you can't talk to this dude and this and that. Because if I was that dude, I'd approach you too. You know what I mean? Because you bad. You know, I'm I'm a secure dude now. So it's like, hey man, look, shoot your shot. But at the end of the day, she gonna come back to me. Why? Because I'm that nigga. So it's like, <laughs> it's whatever, man. Yeah, that good. That's what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. You just gotta believe in yourself and move on. Yeah. Move up. So the, re- with you. so the recap this, you know what I mean? Nobody likes to taste their own medicine. Nobody likes to be blown up when they out with their friends. And, you know what I'm saying? Homegirl, I think you just need to sit down with, with old boy and just talk to him and say, hey, you know what I'm saying? If I do hit you when you out, is only for X, Y, Z, whether it's an emergency or I just want to see if you're good, whatever the case may be. And I expect the same from you. You know what I mean? When I'm out with my homegirls, please don't be blowing me up, calling me. You know where I'm at. You know what's up. You know what I'm saying? If it's, if you don't hear from me from a couple hours and you think something might be going on, then that's different. But I'm not about to sit here and have a full-blown conversation when I'm out with my homegirls talking about how was your day. And you know what I'm saying? Like all that kind of, nah, I, don't, you know, I don't need that in my life. So. Yeah, yeah, man. It's a wrap. All right, well, that was another off the record episode. You look like you now, got Remy, something Remy, on your Remy mind. Remy got something on his mind, man. Nah, I was just thinking, like, I was saying, we, we wrapping it up. I was just thinking, like, um, you know, some girls be like, some of them do, <laughs> you know, some situations, like, I read, you know, in the movies or like just homies, you know, they, they talk about when, when, like, I think it was Kevin Hart was talking about it too, like, when you go out with the homies. And like you have a good time when you come home, you can't really tell her like, yo, I had, I had a, a blast. We was out there a while. Yeah, Let me take so because if you come home and you told her that you was having all this fun without her, how she gonna react? How she gonna take that? Let's be for real. Like how she gonna take that? I hey, mean, that shit is real though, man. That shit is real. It depends on your chick though, right? Yeah, it, it, if you got a cool ass chick, man, she gonna be like, damn, you had a really good time. She'll be happy. I'm for happy you. for you. You know yeah. what I mean? She'll be like, oh, you still out? You know, you, you can have fun. You could be yourself, but if you got an old boring joint, old boring joint, clingy joint, you you was getting twerking on Bob. She was, you know, (laughs) you can't you can't have fun with me, but you can have fun with them. Yeah, (laughs) yo, the first you you had that shit happen to (laughs) me. 
That's that shit, man. But yeah, like you, you just gotta you gotta have a real cool ass chick, a real secure ass chick to be like, damn, you know, my nigga went out there and he had his fun. And now guess what guess where he is now though? Yeah, yeah. Back in the crib with you. That's. that's I, don't, I don't know. I was just thinking about that, man. That's yeah. real, man. Kevin Hart was like, just tell me, like, yeah, it was okay. Like it wasn't all bad, you know. <laughs> anyway, man, did you have a vibe for the day on this one, man? You said, yeah, you know, man. Vibe, to wrap this up, vibe. man. The vibe of the day is gonna be my man Chaz French, man. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely from the DMV. You know what I'm saying? That's one of my. That's one of the dudes that I really fuck with. That's coming up um, here on the DMV rap scene. Uh, this song features and two other people left from the area. My man Phil Ade and my man Internet James. The song is called So Are We. So we're going to let this rock out. Okay, do you wanna so do we. Okay, do you want to get high? So do we. Is you chat for us up? So is she. They say they ain't fucking with me. So we see. Okay, first I pop my car. Don't fuck up my seats. And don't be talking over the loud. Ain't trying to hear you speak. When it come to the ox court, please, don't you fuck with that neither. I ain't tryna hear none of your rapping friends lying over weak ass beats. My shit's official, my bitch is bad in my brain, just watch from her words. You got the gift of gab and ain't saying much, you get the last of all of my nerves. But that ass is fat and that head is good, you even grab the wheel when I swear. Them toes is perfect, that polish popping, that pussy prince is so sturdy. I'm like, who you wanna rob? We in these streets, still screaming fucking nine to five, yes indeed. She know I got a wife, but bring the freeze I guess you just living life, bitch, so are we Okay, she be faking life, BYB Love all my bitches on the side, and they love me Never do it out of spite, she keep it G I guess you just living life, bitch, so are we And you are the prototype Grow the weed and smile today We do things I know you like Let's try some new, you not afraid Let's rob a bank, you Frank Jarvis What a rush, what a thrill, baby What I feel when I feel faded If you tryna fuck, bring your friends through The one to get a hundred meal likes When she posts pics, it ain't nothing new Bring her mother too 